Authors, a podcast where two friends share tips and experiences from our own writing journeys. Hello and welcome back to the Aspiring Authors podcast. How are you today, Mm. Lorna? I'm good, Hayley. I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. How's your week been? As, have you had a good working um, week? Have you had a good writing week? Yes, on and off. Um, I've basically been focused on my work work, working from home and everything. So I've been doing that a lot for the past um, two, three weeks and everything. So focusing and using my writing time to really work because um, I'm sure there's other people out there who's trying to work from home and got little ones around their feet or just children per se and so it's hard to kind of juggle that time but I suddenly had deadlines coming up so I had to sacrifice my writing time for my work time to actually get some work done so yeah so Mm. it's been it's been on and off it's been spotty but generally quite good and starting to get back into the rhythm of it all, all now so yeah how's your writing week been it's been pretty good. I absolutely identify with that as well, that, you know, you've got to be pretty flexible and just, um, you know, roll with the punches um, if unexpected things turn up. The good thing is no one's holding a gun to our head. I think I've said this to you before um, about us <laughs> yes. writing, which is not a very good uh, thing to say, but it's our choice, isn't it? So that's something that can be paused and and I'm sure you're you know there's a bit of you that is annoyed but yeah <laughs> it's necessity it's a necessity so it you've is. got to just do it and, and I'm sure you do feel good that you're starting to get back into things again yeah it was just like um withdrawals for a little while from a, like an addiction of writing not mm. being able to do it for a while but I just went like this is the most important thing these are this job is what puts food on the table and a roof over my head. And at the moment, like you say, I don't have any deadlines. I don't have an agent and I don't have or indie imposed deadlines that are published to everyone. So at the moment I can make that choice and my choice has to be work work rather than writing. And yeah, but yeah, getting back into it. So mm. how was yours overall then? Uh, I've had a good week and a very tiring week trying to balance and juggle things too. Um, But yes, I got feedback from our lovely editor friend. That's just her name. I wonder if she even listens to the podcast. (laughs) We probably don't even need to say all that. I think she does. But a lovely editor friend um, has come back with, uh, because I gave her some final edits, um, on the novel that I am working on and she's come back saying it all looks great and so now I'm very happy to say I've um, got a novel finished I'm now just working through it and uh, not working through it I'm just reading through it one last time to check that things flow and I haven't missed anything crazy um, so that's been, yeah, that's what I'm working on right now, well just re- reading reading it through. And yeah, I know I'm such a bragger. I even wrote a blog um, the other day about finishing a book 
and just how elated you feel and it's like it's hell of an achievement to finish the book to do not just finish the first draft but to finish the editing process and to be actually happy with it to a point where you can submit it Mm. or um you might have a couple of drafts left if you went through the indie process but enough to be going on to the next stage and it's it's a hell of an achievement it's like a weight off your shoulders Yeah. yeah and it's been years it's like years of doing it and you're you're like oh yeah. okay so that's where all those years went <laughs> um but it's <laughs> not not completely you know I did take a break um but yeah so I I wrote a blog on on, on finishing a book and just how yeah incredible uh, what an incredible feeling it is so you know there's a lot of crap going on and it's very easy just to um think about the negatives and but so this is something good in my life that's going well so yeah, yeah. um no, nothing's been sent out yet so that'll be the next part but so far just reading through it again and with with regards to writing I've not really been writing I've just been writing a, my blog um so yeah but still it reading writing yeah all it's all towards the same goals so um, exactly yeah that's what i've been up to this and week if we do go down the indie process then it's a lot more a blog is a great way to publicize what you're doing and especially moving one group of clientele possibly to another group mm. then it's important to kind of keep them in the rhythm keep them in track and everything of what you're up to and what yeah, you're yeah keep them in the loop kind of prepares yeah. them in a way yeah hmm. so how are things with you right now i believe you might have listened to our goals episode that was our second episode we recorded i just listened to that today before this podcast just to re- <laughs> refresh my memory of all our goals that we're very excited to um say in when was it February this year so how many months ago was that oh my god February March April May June July yeah five months Six. ago yeah five six months Ish. ago yeah um, that's mental so have you followed your goals so far and I um, think so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so yeah I listened back to the episode because um, like I said in that episode it was episode two um, I didn't write them down because I believe that if you remember them, then they're your true goals. Um, but then to reflect on them, I had to kind of <laughs> recount on it. So I would say so overall. My um, I listed my f- uh, my goals were to edit my first book, send it off to um, agents, and um, by Easter finish book two by the end of summer and work on book three in the autumn and look at book four so I think so I think because we're about halfway through the year now it's um June and I think I'm on track because I finished I edited my first book that went out to agents in May so it's roughly about a month late from the Easter um I'm waiting to hear back from them and then I'm working on book two at the moment and also researching the indie process 
So, um, yeah, and I think I'll get book two finished by the end of summer. Um, yeah, I definitely think, yeah, I'll have the first draft done and possibly the second draft done by the end of summer and then I'll probably send it off to our lovely editor friend. So what's that, in a month? Is that in a month's time? The summer with you? Yes. I I class the end of summer as end of August. Yep. So, yeah, I think that's about two, um, one to two months' time I think I'll be finished. Because I'm over the halfway mark um, in book two. So I've just hit the midpoint, so I'm writing the effects of that at the moment, which is quite exciting because a certain point has just hit, and it's just like, oh, okay, it's this got juicy, <laughs> and started to write it from that point. And that's when I had to kind of stop, and I was proper in a flow with my writing for a while. I was writing a lot every morning. You were writing a lot. Yeah, and then I had the realisation, like, oh, I need to sacrifice this time for work and get up at 5am to work instead of write. Um, and so I kind of stopped at this juicy point, so it's kind of getting myself back into this again. Um, but, Can you imagine yeah, being a full-time think, writer? Oh, I would love that. <laughs> I love my job, just in case my employers are <laughs> listening. Um, but I think that, that would be my dream. Okay. Uh, Full time writer. That's my overall goal, to actually either it's traditional published, hybrid. I think that would be my ultimate. It would be hybrid. Um, at the moment, my mind's kind of going that way. Um, and then indie, and just to be able to, all I need to focus on is my books and possibly this podcast, and then that's how I make the living because if you go full-time writing you've got a lot more that goes into it so you've got the marketing side especially if you go indie you've got the marketing side you've got the promos you've got this to do you've got the book covers you've got the certain more edits you've got a lot more involved so you need more time so I think it must be hard for people who are writing either like part-time or they work full-time and they work um, writing on the side and then they try and go indie I have no idea how they keep their sanity and balance it all out, really. But, um, I mean, I only work part-time, but with a toddler, it feels like it's full-time. So, um, yeah, I think that would be... Would that be your goal, to be able to write full-time? Or do you like the balance of having work and then time to write? I think I whinge a lot about not having enough time to do things and I'm not as driven as I once was like from last year um and before I was very focused on a few things and oh yeah I'm gonna do that and yeah I'm gonna do that too um now I feel like I want to take a slower pace of life but I I want to write but I do want to have I do want to have something else, whether it be a a job that you go to part time, which I'm doing now, and then you're there, you're getting out and you're seeing people, and you're you're walking to work and you're passing by conversations that could be you know inspiring for your book or, I think I need to have something else going on so that can feed into uh, my creativity, 
um, and I do want to continue sewing. So it's it all sounds actually a bit a, a lot still for me to take on. <laughs> Just a um, tad. I, yeah, because I do I I do think think that's important to yeah keep open and be out there and listening and yeah just just the conversations you go past and um because I have recently and I was like listening into people while I was at a cafe and I was like "Mm, yeah I could see that in a book uh (laughs) you know it's all material um so yeah inspiration can can strike whatever and I find it hard if I was to spend day in day out um with this routine of writing I think I need to have variety so I'm not quite sure I can't commit to that question to say um what exactly but I do want to do writing and what however that does however that happens if it's indie or or traditional um I was looking at the podcast um of our goals and my goals were quite they weren't too over ambitious, which they used to be. I'd be like, I'm gonna do this and that and that and that. Um but I'm gonna conquer the world. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, once you kinda of face a little bit of burnout, you're just like, Oh, okay. It just kinda of sets things into perspective a bit. Um yeah. so my goals were I'd said so this was Feb- February we recorded it. And I had said by the end of June, I'd be sending out the book to agents. Um, so we are now just going into July, 2nd of July. So that's pretty good. Um, so I would say I would be starting to send out to agents probably next week. So I'm just a couple of weeks out. Um, and I also did say that I anticipated not getting any interest from traditional agent side of things and uh, I would likely be going down the indie route so I was going to be looking into the indie the whole time that I'd be sending out to agents I would be doing what you're doing and gonna look at uh, all these different all the different information that is on offer about indie and try and educate myself uh, in the preparation of being rejected by agents, uh, so yeah. that was really my goal. Was it was about this time, and then I'd said I was going to foc- look on my second novel by the end of the year to get that out. But I was a bit kind of um, hazy about the second book. But it was going to be this first book I was going to push out. I I. Yeah, I think you could hit that second target though, because book two, you're you were editing that at the same time, so mm. I think that's doable in the next six months to finish editing your f- second book as well. Yeah, and yeah, have that out. I think so, and I'll try and do that. I'm not going to punish myself if I don't, especially if I if it comes back and I'm doing indie then I feel like a lot of time will need to be invested into that on all the aspects of how to get your book out there because it's going to be you that does all the work. So that's a new, um, a whole other pile of work to be focusing on. Yeah, 
That's true, but mine also, my focus in with a lot of the research has been in doing um, how you release your book as well. And so a lot of it has been whether or not, not like a rapid release, but closer together than it would be traditional because they used to, if they've, um, you can use book one as a promo to then get book two out and then you work on that kind of flow of it. So my recommendation to you would be to have also book, by the time you're hoping to do, publish book one, that you've yeah. got book two pretty much. Yeah, that's a good point. Go, and then it's just finalize that because I think I've been looking at it and I think because um it would be my series um that I would want to get out and everything that it's kind of like a rapid release I want to try and do three months apart um doing so book one um possibly just before Christmas and then book two um in February, March, and then book three hitting the summer, and then possibly three months after that, which is giving me so much work. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's a series, so people will probably. I think because when it comes to like Kindle and eBooks, people are a bit more that more avid readers. So it kind of once book three is out, then I can put. Um, book one and a promo and get that and reduced amount and I've got more control over that and hopefully it's enough to kind of get the momentum going that people read it and then I might kind of um as book four hits it might be more six months apart and everything so it's that kind of slow it down a little bit once the momentum hit with the first couple of books in the series because it's different, I think, if it's because it's a standalone. They'll want to read, like, oh, where's another book by Lorna Gillis? But I think with book one, you're kind of leaving it on some sort of cliff edge so that they'll pick up the next book to find out what happens next. So there's so much research going into it because I've been looking into... Um, the whole indie publishing because even though my book is out with agents at the moment and I have no idea if it'll get picked up or not but my gut is telling me that my series will probably be better off in my hands in indie because it's like what we discussed on traditional versus indie publishing that if a publisher picks up my book but they don't invest a lot into the marketing. The marketing's on me and I still have to do it, but I'm also limited to what they allow me to market and everything. And if it doesn't sell as well, then suddenly I can't get three and four out and I've lost one and two. I can't self-publish three and four by myself because if they pull one and two off the shelves and I don't have the rights on that, then I can't push my series forward. So. I think they like series because they kind of know what they're getting but it's also it's a massive risk for the writer to give a um publishers your series I think because if it doesn't work for some reason I mean for me if I release a series yes I would have to do the same amount of marketing but I have that control I can go, okay, I'm going to keep pushing this, market the next book, and hopefully yeah. the promo, and then when I'm it's releasing book 
three, I can put book one at 99p. Um, and I can push that one along, and then it's that kind of momentum. Yeah. One feeds off the other. I can. You don't need to check in with anyone. You, it's yeah, just you I make your own decisions. Yeah, and I've got that, um, and like, it doesn't have to be instant. For publishers now, it kind of has to be instant. Just like if they release a film, they really um, they clock how much it makes within like the first week or weekend or month. Um, at least with myself, it doesn't have to be that. It can be a slow burn. It can be people finding the momentum and finding the book, the series into book four, so a year later. But they've got that choice to go, okay, right, I'm going to restart reading book one and get into the series, especially if it's on a promo at the moment and blah, 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 blah. So it's, it's a hell of a lot more work, but I've got control over it and I love this series. I would hate it if... Um, if it got dropped and I wasn't able to continue these stories, um, these characters—I know it might sound silly to normal writers or something—but these characters seem like alive to me, and I just want to kind of keep telling their story. And for it to stop, I think that would be hot, um, gut wrenching. I think in a way. So yeah, I think my gut's telling me the best route is indie. So what if a so, what if an agent comes back to you <laughs> and says yes? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think I'd have to have that serious sit down and go right. Okay. Um, what would you do to secure my series? How much can you do to secure it? Mm. In a sense, because I want this to continue. I think I'd have the same conversation I've just had with you, going, okay part of me is now thinking that indie's the best route so if you want to take me on as a client how are you gonna help me secure that we make this the best way possible with the publishers and I think I'll just throw them the hard questions because especially if my mindset is saying I don't really need you at the moment um okay so what can you do for me in a way. It's not like me going, I need you, I need you, I need you, I need you to sell my book and everything. Mm. So it's more of kind of, I can step back and go, okay, so how can you help me? So how you're can not, you sell? you're kind of sounding like you just want the validation that it's a good book. So you can go ahead yeah. with indie. Okay, I hope <laughs> no agents are listening to this. You just want no. one of them to come no. back and say yes. And you're like, right, <laughs> I think I will go indie. Yeah. no not at all because I think my ideal would be um because if an agent loves it and they can turn around and go okay I think we could definitely if we can get you a three book deal then or a four book deal then it's kind of more likely and we can push it in this direction or that direction I have no idea because I'm not an agent on how they can promote it a lot more with publishers yeah because at the end of the day Indie publishing, you've got a lot more control over. You can promote it better. You can do this and the other. But if I don't have to invest all of that in indie, then traditional might be best. I I think I'm at the crossroads where I don't know. And so it's kind of a lot of what ifs at the moment. It's like, what if I went indie? How could I do that? If I went traditional, how would I do that? And I think I'm just kind of putting it out to fate that if all of them come back and going, it's good, but not for me at the moment, 
then I would be like, okay, well then that's fate saying that it's indie. And so I think, yeah, I think I'll just kind of leave it out to that. And then hopefully I want to do standalone books in time and go down the traditional road because it's not as much of a risk. A standalone book is a standalone book and hopefully you might have a two book deal with a standalone and then I can put those out um, and I've got the best of both worlds. But um, what if an agent came back to you? Would you go traditional or are you thinking indie and you just want the validation? <laughs> yeah, I. it depends on the agent so and what they're offering. Um, I, I think my style of book would it could be commercial but it I I just don't see an agent taking a chance on it um I I I feel like they're they'd be looking for something that's just I don't know but um some some next best seller um I I think I'm gonna have to go indie but I would quite like to try the traditional route. But I feel like you could make more money um, being indie. And that sounds very appealing yeah, to me. Like managing your career uh, that way. And not having to answer to people and check in with people and just making your own decisions and just doing it. But I think I would be... In tr- I think I would go with traditional if the offer was good and I got had a good rapport with the agent. I think that's really important. Um, so yeah, it all just depends, really. I as as I've just said, I I think it I will be going indie just because I'll be rejected. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm going to get this book out no matter what. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Here. I think that's the joys of indie, really, isn't it? Is that at the end of the day, if you start researching alongside of it, you know that book is going to see the light of day. And it doesn't mean, if you get rejected from agents, it doesn't mean it's a bad book. It just means it's maybe something that they're not looking for at the moment. Or if you think, I think, I, I think your book is very commercial quite frankly I think it would appeal to a lot of people but if they're not seeing a gap in the market for maybe that theme or that style it doesn't mean that it's a bad book it just means that at the moment they're not going down that route and it's one person's opinion so it's but by doing it indie you're putting it out to everyone and it's up to the readers whether or not they want to read it and if they like it and everything like that rather than that one person at an agency. So yeah, you have to really kind of balance it out and see which one works best for you at the end of the day. So what would your um, goals be for the next six months? Oh, oh, we're making new goals. Oh. Not, yeah, kind of. Just off the top <laughs> of your head. What would your goals be for the next six months? I, if, if I'm going down the indie route, uh, by the end of the year, I'll have things, the ball ro- rolling, 
with whether it's um you know I've done my book cover I've got everything basically set that I'm going to be publishing it live or you know things are going to be in motion to be just almost there for me to release it the book myself I think yeah I'm going to try for the end of the year with the book one and then all the while all this time I'm just going to be dipping in and out of the second novel which is another standalone book but book excuse me and having that edited and by the end of the year basically getting that with the blurb and the synopsis and getting comfortable with releasing that a few months afterwards or or two months afterwards um so it's going to be a, it's this is all going to be such a learning curve but yeah by the end of this year so that's within six months um what about you um yeah I would be about the same. So my next goal will be to learn about the indie publishing um, to get the next, um, finish first draft and possibly the next couple ones of book two. So by the end of the year, book two will be finished um, and working on book three in the series, but technically book four. So I'm going to put book, um, my plan was to do the standalone um, at the end of the year, but I think I'm going to push that and focus on my series at the moment. Um, and yeah, look at book three in the series. Um, and Get them lined up work, before you Yeah, and get that lined up. Them. So work on that one in the autumn and yeah look at that one because if i went indie then i'd be releasing it um probably the end of summer next year so i have that kind of momentum going so over I, a year i think i would do that over a year yeah away yeah yeah so yeah and then possibly yeah i think i'd aim for book one to be published indie by the end of the year. So why don't we publish our books at the same time? That could be fun. That could be fun if we both have the <laughs> same publishing day. And so stressful. But we could, yeah. yeah, we could certainly make a, you'll need, Hayley, we've got so much to do, we'll need, to, like, this <laughs> yeah. is us just assuming we're going to be indie authors. We'll have to get our own mailing lists and, and really be good yeah. on social media. Like, that is going to be key so for all of this. So, series two, guys, of our podcast will mostly about being about indie publishing, I think, and the process. <laughs> and <laughs> so, just giving you a heads up now. Yeah. But it could, could be great, though, to document all that for um, listeners as well. Um, yeah. And the yeah. do's and don'ts. We are going to hit a, probably a lot of don'ts. Oh gosh. Um, and be a proper learning curve. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a quite a good adventure. So if we both aim for the Yeah, let's like add on the, the pressure publisher. at Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there's not enough to do, let's just add in um let's releasing just add books. More. Yeah. Yeah, but we've talked about this in the podcast before about actually if we give ourselves a deadline on this podcast, we have to yeah. stick to it. And yeah. so I think 
actually giving ourselves a deadline will actually yeah, it's be able true. to work towards it. Because we kind of have stuck to this deadline already of our goals. Yeah. Um, we're just a tiny bit out, but really that's pretty good going rather than not making any goal and just, um, you know, kind of coasting away. Um, I, it, it is important. And thank you for pushing me this year because I could hear on that, for, not the first, the second episode when I was listening to it today, I was just so much more um, relaxed about putting a book out and I was I was like, oh... Yeah, maybe by the end of the year, but you know, it's fine. Um if I could just get get it all edited. You know, I was very, very chill about it. So um you gave me a kick up the arse for that. So thank you very much. Right back at you, Missy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you've come far from the first ep- from the first episode to now? Obviously yeah. you've achieved your goals, so that's different. That's you done something, but Do you see any difference in how you talk about your work or how you... Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think the podcast has helped me to say it more, say it loud and proud. I am a writer. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I think it's been able to build my confidence, I think, in a bit more with saying that I'm a writer. I don't really talk about it with my work colleagues but I'm able to talk to it with other people a little bit more and kind of just put myself out there um but I also think in the theory aspect we this podcast has helped me to learn a lot of theory um because each week we're talking about a different theme and a different aspect of writing and I think um I've been really being able to do my research and yeah learn a lot more about the whole writing process and I think that's just been really beneficial and it's boost um my confidence how about you do you Mm. think you've came far Mm. I agree with the it's definitely pushed me to look at the writing craft in ways I didn't think about to be honest um so when we had an episode about, oh, we should maybe talk about this. So then I would be like, right, well, I I don't really know what I would say about this. So I need to go and research. And then from that, you're, you're just learning things every week. And you, it's like you're just learning a skill or, a, or how to do this skill. And yeah, that's, and I wouldn't be doing that otherwise if I didn't have this podcast I wouldn't be like "Ooh, what should I do with um writing the antagonist what like I think I would just kind of do it and feel my way in trial and error which is good also um but this has really focused me on to look at all these different aspects to to writing and yeah I think that's invaluable really yeah definitely and hopefully our listeners have been able to learn things as well along the way yeah but also our presentation and our talking of doing the podcast i'm sure there'll be some people um thinking the same (laughs) when you start to listen to the first couple of episodes we're like really shy and not too sure how to talk and everything like that and i think we've (laughs) kind of got into the swing softened 
a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. <laughs> well, because we just think it's only a few people listening, so we're we're just <laughs> yeah. really talking to ourselves at the moment. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's been really beneficial to us. So if anyone else has got anything out of them, those episodes, then that's great. But really, um, as long as we could achieve our goals, which was um, <laughs> the point of the podcast as well, really, wasn't it? Just to give us that quick kick up the arse, as we've said, um, to yeah. focus on the writing and um, to chat. Okay. So... Looking back then, what was your favourite episode to record during the podcast? Um, you might not be surprised to hear this one, um, but <laughs> we recorded, I don't know what number episode it was, um, but we recorded the uh, self-doubt and fear um, episode. Yeah, that was a good one. And um, I'm not particularly sure if many people have listened to it, but I, I just love thinking about why we do what we do. And fear is an interesting part of this whole cycle of writing and showing people your work <clears throat> and then submitting it and then hoping people will like your work and take you on. And it's, it's just always seems to be there. But it's not just with writing. I find this in my um, career as well. Um, outside of writing, that fear is very much part of things. And it's just about managing it and still continuing on, um, even though fear kind of reaps its uh, ugly head now and again. It's about working through it and trying to... Yeah. Um so yeah and how fear just manifests and can get bigger and um with how we were raised or where you're from and all these different aspects can affect your fear and I just thought I just love all that um so yeah I that was that was my favorite episode to record because I could just waffle on about those kind of things and yeah. um yeah what about you? That was, you? A, that was a good episode. And I think it's it's true. I think even really um, successful writers, if you listen to them being interviewed, they still have that fear that mm -hmm. um, it's expectations of the next book that they have to hit the bestseller list or if they're indie publishing that what if people don't like the next one or the fear of... Um, people just stop reading their books or the money comes exactly. down and then how to write the next one. It, so it you've always finish. got the next... No, yeah. it, it never finishes. And no matter if you're an aspiring author to a bestseller author, I think you're still going to have that fear and that self-doubt. And I think it goes part and part also with being a writer and how we put ourselves out there and... Um, are kind of personalities in a way because I don't want to stereotype but a lot of writers like especially myself is a bit more introvert I think we have to be because of the type of writing that we do that we're talking and um, it, we're all in our heads a lot more and everything and so I think living inside our heads we're going to analyse more we're going to have self-doubt mm. a lot more we're going to have fear a lot more but 
I think it's like you said, we have to kind of live with it and learn how to mm. cope with it and how much priority we give it and that we are kind of acknowledge the fear. The fear is there. Yes. But it, we don't let it control us. And I think that's the big learning curve is that... Definitely. Um, and we got a lot out of that. Um, one person we kind of promoted on that episode was Sarah Painter, who does the Word Writer podcast. And she goes into it so much that even... Mm years down the line and she's now a successful writer and everything is that she still has that yeah just acknowledging it that was a good podcast um episode but my okay i'm gonna be um cheeky here but i'm gonna pick a like a little serious thing that we did i really like doing the characters uh-huh and understanding looking into it more because i kind of researched and invested into more character art books and everything alongside of it and mm-hmm. how much the character arc is just as important as the plot structure mm-hmm. you have to kind of follow the same arc and the same kind of um curve within the book you can't it's all well and good having a good plot but if you don't have a good character development then people i think as readers will kind of drop off because they're not seeing the change or the development that they expect to see and how can you push a story forward if your character isn't hitting the milestones and the self-doubt moments and the pinnacle moments and everything like that so yeah I really enjoyed doing talking about the protagonist love interest and antagonist I think that was I think that was really interesting to research that into a lot more and look into it it was because, as I said earlier, um, it's not something I would have looked into researching necessarily. Um, but yeah, th- those were um, those were fantastic, and I do actually think they're our most uh, listened to episodes at the moment. But I did enjoy those too. But I did have to really research a lot before we spoke about them. So. Um, but stays with I think you. it's helped our writing though. I think it has helped our um our writing doing those ones. Yeah. And looking especially it's definitely helped mine because with my first book, um, Rope Walk, it I had it all down and everything, but there was one element of the main character I was just like, there is just a little something missing that I can't pin down yet. And I think doing all those episodes and then working on character art books and workbooks and everything that I invested in um, helped me to pin that down, which will mm. then help the rest of the series. And then looking at the now writing book two, um, been looking at the character arcs and the developments of each one. And so I think in every fresh book, you have to go through those look at it again with fresh eyes it's the same way how how you pitch it and blurbs and structure and edits you looking at each book with fresh eyes and I think you have Mm. to go through the process again but the process is getting faster and I think that's the benefit I really enjoyed the I didn't really enjoy it okay I will retract (laughs) Um, but I did get a lot out of the blurb episode 
Um, you were very good. You you were quite knowledgeable about that topic at that time. So I was really taking well. notes on on that. And um, yeah, that that was great. All the different types of blurbs in the pitches. That that was a good episode. Um, yeah, really worthwhile for me anyway. Yeah, I think we just learnt a lot doing this podcast. Oh, we? for so. sure. <laughs> for sure. So, the next week, it will be our last um, episode of Series 1 of our Aspiring Authors podcast. So, we're going to go into a lot more detail on recommendations there and our top five and everything. So, I think we'll leave the recommendations this week. Um and yeah you can still find us on twitter and aspiring authors pod on facebook aspiring author podcast and just leave us a message tell us which one you like um what kind of episode you would like in season two um and yeah we just love to hear from you mm. and if you're on apple leave us a review um, get spread the word out please Please, Haley, is what you say <laughs> at the end, Please. and you say thank you very much. Um, thank you very much. <laughs> you suck at that. <laughs> Please and um, thank you. <laughs> okay. Till next time. Okay. Until next week. Bye. Bye. aspiring authors you can find us on twitter at aspiring authors pod credit goes to josh woodward for our theme music once tomorrow